Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. My name is Anna McGuire and I'm so excited to sit down and have a conversation with you today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. If you listened to my podcast a couple episodes ago, I talked about reflections from getting older and what really spurred that on was this wrinkle that I have found beside my eye. Now, if that wrinkle wasn't enough to help me realize that I'm getting older, it has been 10 years since I graduated from high school. That is mind-blowing to me, 10 years. I remember when I would hear about people having their 10-year high school reunion, I'd be like, wow, they've been out of high school that long? That, that's an eternity. And here I am. I have been out of high school for 10 years. That also means that I started college 10 years ago. Fall 2011, I moved nine hours from home to go to Central Bible College slash Evangel University. Long story, very, very short. The college that I started at consolidated with its sister school. So anyways, I went to Central Bible College. I graduated from Evangel University. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But 10 years ago. I moved from Kenosha, Wisconsin to Springfield, Missouri to pursue a degree in ministry and counseling. And what is so crazy is here I was, this 18-year-old girl who had lived in Kenosha, Wisconsin her entire life, was now going to move to a part of the country that she had never lived in before, and not only that, uh, be nine hours away from parents, friends, the community, the town she had known her whole life. So here I am 10 years ago. I'm going on this journey. For the first time as this 18-year-old, I was in charge of my schedule. I was in charge of my groceries, living quarters. I knew a few things about what college life would hold for me. I knew that I would be going to class. I knew that I'd be learning. I knew that I would be meeting people. But what I didn't know, man, there was a lot of uncertainty I didn't know who I would hang out with. I didn't know if my classes would be hard or if I'd be any good at them. I didn't know if I would be any good at keeping a budget and grocery shopping. I mean, these were huge things for me. Uncertainty, when I look back at that season of my life, could have been the name of that that season, the name of that chapter of my life. So much uncertainty So much uncertainty, moving nine hours from home, jumping in headfirst to college. It just felt really scary and exciting all at the same time. And here I am now 10 years later. So that's fall 2011. Now here it is fall 2021. And I feel like that same title, uncertainty, can be used again to describe this current season for me. It's so funny to me how when you think, or particularly when I think I've arrived and that I know exactly where I'm going and exactly what I'm supposed to do, I'm quickly reminded how I haven't arrived whatsoever and I don't know everything. Maybe that's been an experience for you that you feel like I've arrived. I know my career path or I know my calling or I know what I want to do. I know this business plan I have and you start to move forward in it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm back to the drawing board. I'm back at square one. See, I used to be really, really good at having a six-month, one-year, and five-year plan. 
But lately, if I'm being honest with you, I haven't been so great at doing that. My Enneagram 3-ness loves having a good plan, but the plans have seemed to subside in this season. You see, all of us, every single one of us, experiences an element of uncertainty in our lives. Like, we truly don't know what tomorrow holds, good or bad. We don't know what tomorrow holds. That's uncertain. Tomorrow is uncertain for us. Uh, when we apply for a job, we may be uncertain about what the outcome may be, or we take a quiz or a test, or um, we have a difficult conversation with somebody that we love. We don't always know the outcome. It, there is uncertainty that we brush up against on a routine basis. But I think this sense of uncertainty has only heightened for me and maybe for the culture at large following the start of COVID-19. Man, when I, I will never forget, it was Valentine's Day 2020. Uh, It was exactly, I didn't know it at the time, it was seven days before I had Archie. And Andrew had asked me, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? Do you want to go out, get dressed up, or do you want to do something low-key? Just tell me, you're nine months pregnant, tell me exactly what you want to do. And I said, I want to do three things. Number one, I want to get my nails done. Number two, I want to order pizza. Number three, I want to watch Star Wars. And so that's what we did our final Valentine's Day uh, before we had Archie. But I'll never forget, I was getting my nails done on Valentine's Day And the nail technician, he asked me, he said, what do you think about COVID? And I was like, what? He's like, oh, that that sickness that's in China. Like, what what do you think about that? Like, it's now in Europe. There's some cases here in the U.S. And I remember being like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about it a little bit. He's like, do you think it's going to come here to Indiana? And I'm like, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm so pregnant right now, trying to get my nails done. I'm sore. I'm not thinking about this. And uh, what's so funny is that I had Archie and then about a week and a half, two weeks later, um, everything shut down. And I remember feeling so uncertain about the future. Here I was with this little baby and um, I'm in, at the time I was working full-time in education. And so I was like, what is the future going to look like. It it was scary. There was this uncertainty. And I know that that experience of uncertainty isn't and wasn't unique to me. I know a lot of people were experiencing that. And I feel like now that we're kind of on, I mean, obviously we're still facing challenges with COVID, but we're kind of finding a new rhythm and a new normal. It's like there's this heightened uncertainty. People have had a lot of career changes, relationship changes, dream changes over the last year and a half, two years that maybe we didn't expect. And I can testify to that for me personally. There has been a lot of change that I couldn't have planned for. There there has been a lot of uncertainty that I've walked through, and I'm still facing a lot of uncertainty in front of me. And what I'm learning, and it has been so incredibly challenging, is to um, embrace the uncertainty I'm seeing that it's in the uncertainty that I'm reacquainted with where my trust lies and how I'm really actually doing. Friend, maybe you're in a moment where there's a lot of uncertainty in front of you. Maybe it's something with a relationship or your career, a dream that you have. 
Maybe it is an ailment that you're facing of some sort. You feel like the ending or what the experience that is in front of you is completely unknown. And even as I share those words, my heart feels really heavy for you. My heart feels heavy that you're experiencing uncertainty. Because if I'm being honest, I hate uncertainty. I really do. I really love to have a plan. However, with just the the changing of culture, the changing of careers, the changing of focus in my life, the way that the Lord has been opening doors and closing other doors for me and for my family, uncertainty seems to prevail. But I'm starting to see some gifts in uncertainty. I'm starting to experience gifts from uncertainty. I'm not saying that uncertainty is this awesome gift because, again, I would probably exchange it for something else if I could. However, there are some really good things that are flowing in it in my life uh, that I desperately need. And that if uncertainty was pre- wasn't present, I'm not sure that I would have. I don't know if you've picked up on this theme, whether it's with the reflections from getting older or even this conversation today, is I am really been challenged by mentors and the word of God to um, embrace discomfort. Instead of running from it or trying to suppress or avoid it, to make myself comfortable, to slow down and be with it. I wanted to share the gifts that I've rediscovered through uncertainty. And maybe they can be encouraging to you as you face your own season or your own chapter of uncertainty. The first gift that I've rediscovered through this is quietness and stillness. Man, as I have faced uncertainty, not knowing exactly what's next for me or somebody in my family or for our culture or whatever it may be, I'm learning to be quiet and still. My default is typically to run, to to fill my schedule, to avoid, to have more tasks to do. However, I'm learning to be quiet and still again to breathe, to think, and to process the uncertainty. As a counselor, I see that when individuals and even my own self, when I avoid hard feelings, and in this case, uncertainty, it actually grows underneath. But if I can meet it where it's at, it typically doesn't grow. It usually stays right where it is. So that's the first thing that the gift that I've rediscovered through uncertainty is being quiet and still. The second thing that I have rediscovered through uncertainty, which this has been huge, is refining what I want and what I don't want. Refining what I want and what I don't want. What's so amazing about uncertainty is that I've become certain about what it is I'm called and designed to do. You know, I've had this the quietness and the stillness and so leaning into, okay, what is it that I want to do? Like if I don't know exactly what's next or if there's feeling of uncertainty, let me lean into what it is I want and don't want. You know, if it's like uncertainty with a relationship, it can help you refine what do I want and what do I don't want in this relationship or in relationships in general. If it's something for your career, okay, as things feel uncertain, what do I want and what do I don't want? 
that has been hugely helpful for me that if there wasn't a sense of uncertainty for what's next, I'm not sure I would refine those things. I'm very multi-passionate. There's a lot of things I like to think I'm pretty good at. And so I can easily become distracted with doing a lot that is, you know, I like doing, but it's not necessarily what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so this season, the uncertainty helps me to refine those things. What do I want and what don't I want? The third thing that the gift that I've rediscovered through uncertainty is my priorities have become clearer. My priorities have become clearer. There has been a sense in my heart that I haven't experienced in years for the priority for the word of God. Uh, through uncertainty, the, the scripture, the word, it stays the same. It is alive and active. And I'm telling you what, that priority has just highlighted and gotten bigger like never before in my life. My priority of having quality time with my family has gotten clearer and stronger as I've experienced uncertainty. My desire for what I want to accomplish with this one life that I've been given has become clear. That priority has become clear. And then the fourth gift that I've rediscovered through uncertainty is I have to ask what my relationship with Jesus looks like. You know, as I feel uncertain, sometimes I have to ask myself, why do I feel uncertain? Is it because I'm not trusting in Jesus fully? Am I still trying to have control of things? Am I trying to have control of people? Am I trying to have control of circumstances? Am I trying to have control of not only the moment right now, but the future that is to come? So I have to ask, man, What does my relationship with Jesus look like right now? And can I tell you that question, it can sting and it can hurt because sometimes the answer I don't love. However, it is a gift when I come back to it. What does my relationship with Jesus look like right now? And that has been a gift for me. That has been a gift for me. So you may say, okay, Anna, you're sharing with us the gifts that you've rediscovered. Now what? How do we sow intentionally with this? Well, I'll break it down for quick things. If you're facing a season of uncertainty, a moment of uncertainty, or it doesn't feel like a moment, it feels like a long stretch of time, I would encourage you first to be quiet and still, aka slow down. I like to tell clients and individuals that, man, if there is a tough feeling you're working through, you need to sit down, get bored. Like that means put your phone away, put the remotes away, put your books away, even put your journals away and you need to get a little bored and then you need to process. Think about the uncertainty. What parts of it are hard and challenging and difficult? Don't suppress it. Don't push it aside, but be with that feeling. The second thing for sowing intentionally in this area, if you're facing uncertainty, is take the time to think through what do I want and what don't I want. As I look at the future, and even though it may not be clear what exactly it looks like, what do I want? What do I feel like I'm made for? What do I want these relationships to look like? What do I want the outcome of this to be? What is it that I would love to do every morning when I wake up? What do I want and what, do I, what don't I want? 
take time to reflect on those questions. The third thing is lean into your priorities. Ask yourself, what are my priorities? And am I actually honoring those priorities in this season? And I hope that your priorities become clearer as you ask those questions. Man, there's things that are uncertain for me and there's things that are uncertain for you. But I can tell you what is certain is that I'm spending time with Jesus every day. That's a priority that I'm spending quality time with my family every single day, that I'm taking care of myself every day. And that means emotionally, spiritually, physically asking yourself, okay, what are my priorities? And does my life actually look like that? Those are my priorities. And then the fourth thing, it's just a question that I ask myself, what does my relationship with Jesus look like right now? What does my relationship with Jesus look like right now? This may be a season where there is a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of frustration and desire for control because things feel so uncertain. What does your relationship with Jesus look like? Is it vibrant and healthy or does it feel like it is lackluster and on the back burner? Does it feel like somebody, Jesus is somebody that you can trust in the good and the bad? Or does it uh, feel like I only want him to be close when things are good? And depending on your response to that, my encouragement to you would be to take intentional steps towards Jesus. And that doesn't mean like a to-do list of things that you have to do to take steps towards Jesus. I would say it's a simple prayer of Jesus. You see me. You know where I'm at. You know what I'm facing. Would you help me? Would you walk with me? Would you help me to trust you? The four sowings. Get quiet and still. The second thing, refine what you want and what you don't want. The third thing, make your priorities clearer and then lean into them. And the fourth thing, ask yourself, what does my relationship with Jesus look like? I have never done this before. I've had a friend do this on the podcast, but I really do feel impressed to pray for us as a community that there is a lot of uncertainty many of us are facing, if not all of us that are listening are facing in some way or another. And I just want to pray a prayer of grace and peace over you. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you for your mercy, your strength, your grace, your love. I thank you that you are sovereign, that you see everything and that you know everything And that you see us right now in this exact moment. I pray for my friend, Lord, that you would encourage his or her heart. That you would lift up his or her mind. That you would give them the ability to see that you are in control. And that you are Emmanuel. That you are God with us. That isn't just a Christmas thing, but it is a reality that we get to live in every single day. Thank you for that. I pray that as we walk through seasons and chapters of uncertainty, Lord, that you would help us to be quiet and still, not run from what is hard. God, that you would help us to be refined in what it is that we're created for and what kind of future and relationships that we were designed for. 
I pray, God, that our priorities would become clear. And not only would they become clear, but we would act in what our priorities actually are. And I pray, Jesus, that we would constantly reflect on our relationship and dependence on you. Thank you so much for this conversation that I got to have with my friend today. I pray that it would be an encouragement to them, not just now, but in the days to come. Jesus, I love you. Thank you. In your name, amen. Amen. Whatever you're facing today, I want you to know that I am always in your corner and cheering you on. And I so believe that as you face uncertainty, that you can experience good gifts from it. And I want you to know that you're not the only one who's walking through uncertainty. I'm right here with you. Friend, I love you so much, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.